Hi guys, my name is Michelle and I'm the founder of the blog Existential How to Ascending Bliss, where we talk about life, ascension and everything in between. It's a podcast of the journey through life as we ascend to greater understanding of ourselves and the world around us, and then use that understanding as a catalyst from which we can manifest the lives that we want. So going through death and rebirth in a modern society, and I can hear you saying now, who has time to be reborn? I have a life, you know. And I I completely agree with you. Looking back on my spiritual journey, there were times when I was going through deep emotional pain. I had children to raise and my life was probably about as busy as any single mother on the planet, except I also had an extremely difficult job at the time. This quote unquote job, for lack of a better word, was not only physically demanding, it was mentally and emotionally draining too. It entailed dealing with people of a very low vibration on a daily basis. The noises alone would be enough to send anyone who was sensitive both to others' energy and to noisy environments over the edge. But I know now it was part of my divine plan to be there. As the first year in this job passed by, however, I began to drink almost every evening just to have something to look forward to when I got home and after the children were in bed. Just a little something I'd tell myself to help me sleep, dull my senses and forget the fact that I would have to get up the following morning and do it all over again. My senses were often so overwhelmed at that job that by the time I got home I was pretty much good for nothing. My energy levels were the lowest they have ever been in my entire life and I wasn't used to it. It didn't get any easier either. I started to develop illnesses when I've never been a sickly person. I had blood tests run which showed that my white blood cell count was strangely low and it meant that I was susceptible to being low in energy and prone to the very illnesses that I had noticed that I was starting to get. At one point I had an illness that in anyone else would have cleared up within a few days but that I dealt with day in and day out for over a year which only subsided after I left the job. Now I was told when I started the job not to take the job home with me which was very good advice but as a naturally empathetic person every night I did unknowingly In my energetic space were the atrocities that I would witness on a weekly basis, whether it was fights breaking out at the drop of a hat, or seeing people with the most horrendous wounds that they had inflicted upon themselves, or even just the shrill sound of alarms blaring which signified something bad was happening. And my job unfortunately was to run toward and not away from these occurrences. The shifts ranged between 10 and 14 hours a day, which meant that my children bore the brunt of my absence, and being at the age where they needed me the most, they too began to suffer. It was quite easily one of the most difficult times in my life. I made it a little over two years before I bowed out, vowing never to set foot anywhere that was as soul-sucking as that place again. Now, I know that many of you won't have such an extreme job, but that doesn't mean that the way you feel when you get home from your current job is any less than what I felt. And I know that place very well. So if you recognize that there is a place where you've been settling in life, and that place is no longer a match for where you are going, you need to let it go. And if you don't jump, the universe will push you. So what do I mean by that? Well, I gave an example from my own life about the most demanding and challenging job I have ever had. 
but I was well and truly stuck at the time. At least that's what my ego told me because we're never really stuck. Our ego just tells us that we are so that we remain in our comfort zone. I knew I needed my job, or I thought I did, to provide for my family. But with everything that was happening, with not only my own health, but that of my children's too, as a direct result of the environment that I was putting myself in on a daily basis, I also knew that if I continued in it, I was dismissing my responsibilities when it came to my family's well-being. So intuitively, I was hearing the call to leave, but I pushed through, waving aside those nudges I received that told me that I had done what I set out to do in that position and that the time had come to move forward, not only to heal from my experience, but to gain clarity on what was next. So I decided that I would look for another role within the same sector, but not on the quote unquote front line, so to speak. So I applied to and got a new role, which was higher paying, closer to home, And get this, I got my own nice little desk, complete with a comfy leather chair with back support, instead of being on my feet for hours on end. I'd still be able to help people, which was ultimately my initial reason for joining the job that I was already in. So I started working in this new department. My troubles are over, I thought, this is great. This was supposed to be my new beginning, but it just wasn't in the way I expected. So I started my new job, And from the very start, I had a funny feeling about the place. The leadership was off-putting, the training pretty much non-existent, yet the expectations were above and beyond what should have been deemed reasonable. But I ignored this feeling again, just like I had previously. And in hindsight, this was again the universe tapping me on the shoulder, asking me to rethink where I was and what I was doing urging me, it seemed, to trust where it was going to lead me if I only had faith. My new manager was pretty much hopeless. Half the time it seemed as though she didn't know if she was coming or going, or indeed what she should be doing. And it seemed she was dealing with personal issues too. But as she had not shown me anything that said that she couldn't be trusted, I let her lead. Just six weeks into this new job, my view of her came crashing down ending with me being almost £2,000 in arrears with my son's childcare fees as I had not been paid correctly due to her incorrectly processing my paperwork. And as a single mother that was already struggling financially to make ends meet, this was detrimental. And it meant that instead of being charged the regular tax amount that I usually paid, I was charged damn near triple the amount. I was absolutely mortified. I had no one around to help me. My son's nursery quite rightly informed me that if I didn't pay what was owed within 14 days of it being due, his place would be given to someone else. And after trying to resolve this with my employer, I ultimately had to withdraw my son from private daycare and hand in a letter of resignation. I was horrified. What seemed like a new start had become a complete and utter nightmare. I remember sitting at home on the morning after I resigned, knowing that I should feel down and depressed and scurrying to find a new place of employment. But it was then that I felt the most serene. A feeling of total abandon washed over me because although I was without employment and I knew I had bills to pay and obligations to fulfill, something told me that it was gonna be all right. And it's in these times when you've got no choice but to rely on a power beyond you. 
I didn't know what I was going to do, but over the coming weeks and months, I received clarity, healing, and a totally new perspective. My spiritual practices deepened and became my go-to whenever I felt down about the whole situation, but it was also around this time that I found the energy healer that I've spoken about in a previous blog post, and things began taking a slow but steady upswing. Now I'm telling you this because when it comes to our journey and wanting or needing to level up, there's pretty much always a difficult and trying situation that pops up to test your commitment to the life that you say you want. You see, I had asked continuously to be given a new direction in life and the difficult job that I took in one of the most dangerous places in the country, the health and family issues that ensued. Then the whole salary situation in my new job, which was supposed to be my new start, was the universe urging me toward the edge of my comfort zone. But I clung on, refusing to move, saying to myself, it's fine, I'll just do things a different way, or I'll move to a different job and that will solve everything. When in actuality, neither of those actions was what I was being pushed to do. What I was being pushed to do is jump and trust trust that I would always be taken care of. And because I didn't heed the warning signs, that was when my tower moment hit me. Just for those who don't know what a tower moment is, as I like to call them, there's situations in life where you're forced into making changes. These changes are generally huge life changes and divert you onto a path that's more in alignment with where it is that your soul needs to be. Now, I can laugh about these situations now, But at the time, it was no joke. I was literally forced to put trust in something that I couldn't see, I couldn't hear, and I couldn't touch. It was terrifying. So please bear in mind that if you're going through challenges right now that seem insurmountable, and it seems that your whole life is being turned upside down, try to understand that it's not happening to you, it's happening for you. Just that one change in perspective about whatever you're going through can make a dramatic difference in the way you feel when these times happen. I've said this before, but repetition is golden. If you want to get to a new level of lifestyle, a new level of understanding of your place or your purpose, a new level of action that you want to take and to know what that action should be, your circumstances have come in answer to that desire in you. And like I said before, If you don't take heed, sometimes you're forced by the universe, and often, if we don't go willingly, the more uncomfortable the feelings that go along with the change are. Surrender. Let things leave your life to usher in the new. In order for a caterpillar to be reborn as a butterfly, it needs to go through a gruelling metamorphosis, but it never attempts to stop the process, saying, Oh, I'm not sure whether I'll actually be able to turn into a butterfly, so I think I'll just stay here in this chrysalis. No, it does exactly what it knows it has to do to become what it needs to become. Are you doing the same? Rebirth is a gradual process that happens over and over in our lives. As soon as we outgrow people, places and things, they fall away so that new people, places and things can replace them. And I would like you to consider this when going through the dark night of the soul, when all seems lost and hopeless. Because it's in these times that we can either transform or cling to the remnants of the old life and the old you that are no longer fit for purpose. Remember, you will always be held, you will always be supported, but you first need to trust, having faith that in the end, 
everything is working out exactly as it should. Oh, and by the way, just in case you're interested in what happened with that unpaid salary, about 10 or 11 months after I left the new job due to the whole situation, I received a letter in the mail from the taxman with a cheque attached for the exact amount that was owed to my son's daycare. So that's just a little example of how the universe will never allow you to indefinitely lose what is rightfully yours. Jump and you will always be caught, but your belief and your faith is vital in the process. So I just wanted to remind you again that I am available to answer questions that you may have about your own ascension journey or just life in general. So if you head over to dkpublishers.co.uk, you can view the latest blog post there and post any comments and I'll endeavour to make posts based on those questions. So until next time, love and light.